0: This is an ABC podcast. Hello, how's it going?
1: My name is Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hello. Hello. Hi, Ruby. Welcome back to Time. This is a show where we take a good look at five news stories from right around the world. This week, it's World Space Week, so we are going on an adventure. We're venturing up, 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 through the atmosphere into outer space. Okay, 30 seconds. Better pull on those moon boots. Okay, are you ready for liftoff?
0: Yeah. I'm ready. Yep, I'm ready. All right, here we go. First stop is... Story number five.
1: Space Week is Earth's biggest space celebration. It goes from the 4th to the 10th of October every year.
0: My favourite thing about space is, like, the gravity, cos you can just jump really high and you can float. You can just relax cos all you're doing is floating around. My favourite thing is that there might be aliens and you also get to discover new planets.
1: Hanging out with aliens would be pretty awesome. But this year, Space Week is about satellites. They're machines that scientists build and launch into space they move around the Earth in orbit, doing all kinds of useful things.
0: A satellite, yes, um, it's a machine that goes, that's in the sky. And it's finding out stuff in space.
1: Satellites can take snapshots of roads to help us make maps, or they can check out clouds to help us predict the weather. Most of the time, when we use phones and computers, we're using satellites too. While they're floating up in space, they pick up a signal from a spot on Earth and then beam it down to a different spot. The first satellite was launched more than 60 years ago. Since then, thousands of satellites have been sent up into space. There are so many that on a clear night, you can even go satellite gazing.
0: So it might look like an object that's well, flying in the air. And it's made out of metal. And they might also have some lights. Satellites
1: look like a bright star, but the difference is you can see them gradually moving across the sky, beaming down information to help us with our daily lives. OK, cosmonauts, next stop, that big glowing rock over there. Let's moonwalk over to...
0: Story number four.
1: My favourite thing about the moon is that it's always changing. Every night it looks a little bit different. In one month it will go from being a little C-shaped sliver to a proud shining full moon that lights up the night sky.
0: It's glowing and it's a circle in the sky. It's white, it has craters. People say it's made of cheese. They eat the moon. (laughs) It's just like a funny joke. You know what it's made out of, don't you? Rocks. Correct.
1: And not just any rocks. The moon
0: is made from
1: Earth rocks. Scientists think that about four and a half billion years ago, a planet called Theia, which is about the same size as Mars, crashed into Earth. Rock and dust from Earth and Theia got mixed together.
0: And. Um, The earth cracked a little bit in half and it went up to space. And more rocks hit it and it got bigger and bigger. All the rock pieces got stuck together. The waves of like air curved it into that shape. And all those pieces turned into the moon. Bingo!
1: Scientists are using computers to test different kinds of crashes and they're hoping they can figure out exactly how Thayer crashed into Earth. That'll help us understand the Earth's atmosphere and how the moon was made. OK, back into the spacecraft, please. We have got somewhere else to be. Set a course for...
0: Story number three!
1: Here we are at a big floating space lab, the International Space Station. We're just in time to see a special delivery arrive here. It's got food for the astronauts, supplies for their science experiments and a state-of-the-art high-tech titanium toilet. (laughs) A space toilet is different to an Earth toilet, because here on Earth, we have...
0: Gravity. Say, I pick up something and I throw it up, it will fall down because of gravity. Gravity is a pull, it makes everything go down, and not gravity that's in space makes things float.
1: Yep, gravity holds things to the ground and it keeps our waste down in the toilet bowl. Without gravity, oh, things can get
0: a little bit messy. Oh, the poo will come out the toilet. <laughs> it will be horrible.
1: Thankfully, this new space toilet is not going to let that happen. It has a special fan that uses air to pull astronaut wee and poo down into the toilet.
0: And then a hatch will close so it doesn't float up into the rocket.
1: And that's not all this toilet can do. It's also got a system that recycles the wee into drinking water.
0: Disgusting. (laughs) If you
1: were designing a super space toilet, what features would it have?
0: A virtual reality headset. I would add a um, dance. You can dance and you can sing and you can eat cake. I would add like resting pads, like for like a massage pad, like that you get to like lie back on. These robotic people who like fan me and also a big TV.
1: What a strange image that is. Alright, astronauts, buckle up. Time for...
0: Story number two.
1: Wow, home again. What a trip that was. Look at all those stars twinkling in the night sky.
0: Astronomy is somebody who keeps on studying the stars? And you learn about science and space?
1: Yes, astronomy is the scientific study of the stars and the moon and the planets and everything in space, actually. It's one of the oldest sciences.
0: Because it's very interesting looking up there, because people want to know about space for a very long time.
1: Some of the first astronomers were First Nations people right here in Australia. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people made lots of discoveries about space.
0: Because the Aborigines have been in Australia for a very long, long time.
1: More than 60,000 years. Indigenous astronomers figured out that the Earth was round, and they also discovered important information about the moon and how it influences our ocean and the tides.
0: Whoa, that's amazing.
1: It is amazing. They used the stars to make maps and understand their country.
0: You can use the stars to figure out where you are. Because Aboriginal people used, uh, like, navigation by stars. They didn't just travel around randomly.
1: You can learn a lot by watching stars.
0: There's different types of colours, stars. Stars that blow up, some stars don't, and all sorts of things.
1: Indigenous Australians were the first people to discover variable stars. They're called variable because their brightness changes over days and years. Indigenous astronomers watched them change over thousands of years through their long history on this land. And just like that, we are up to our very last space story.
0: Story number one.
1: Now, we spoke about satellites earlier and about how helpful they are in our daily lives. But did you know that satellites can also cause trouble? Have you ever heard of space junk?
0: People put stuff into space. It's mean for metal, I guess. Bits of space rocket.
1: Space junk is all the bits and pieces of old rockets and satellites and other man-made stuff that doesn't work anymore, that's been abandoned out in space left to whiz around in Earth's orbit. How much space junk do you think there is up there?
0: 51 pieces, do you think? 8,099.85.
1: The European Space Agency thinks there are almost 129 million bits of space junk in Earth's orbit. Do you think all that rubbish up in space is a problem, like it is for our environment here on Earth?
0: Hmm... I actually don't think so. Because it's really just floating around.
1: Well, that's the thing. It isn't just floating. It's zooming along so fast that it's actually dangerous for astronauts on the International Space Station. In fact, not very long ago, they had to fire their thrusters to dodge some of this space junk.
0: It will crash through the glass special window. It, it explodes. This junk was
1: quite far away, so the astronauts were just being extra safe. But they say the space junk problem is getting worse. Any ideas for how to clean it all up?
0: It would be a hand in a rubbish bin on the moon, and it could pick the pieces of rubbish up and put it in the rubbish bin. A big space rocket with lots of grabber arms that keep on grabbing space junk and, like, pulling it into it. A ginormous vacuum cleaner. And you turn it on, and giant vacuum cleaner goes... ..all up. Excellent
1: ideas, space cadets. And with that, our space journey comes to an end. Thank you so much for all your help on our trip through the galaxy. I'm off to find some fresh new stories for next week's show. I'll catch you then.
0: Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. See you
1: later.